Yes, hello? Thank you for tuning in to the Be The One podcast. Now, before we begin, we'd like to warn you that this piece contains some colorful language and sources that may be sensitive to some listeners. Wait a minute. A warning message? Really? Yes, but we'd also like to inform you that this platform does not condone violence, racism, or the degradation of any race or gender. I just want my show. Jeez, all these robocalls. Hello? Hello? Hmm. Eh, whatever. Let's get into it. to encourage and motivate you to be the one. Whatever that means to you, go get it. In our culture and society today, spiritual morality is low, the truth is scarce, and dreams are just tucked away. But every day, there's something better to be discovered. So this is our opportunity through our stories, our passions, our messages, to help somebody out there be be the the one. one. This is Adonis. This is Anthony Gav. This is Jay Reed. He first saw that video of what happened on Montgomery's Riverfront Park. He knew there was a song there. By Monday, Allen had released Montgomery Brawl. Montgomery Brawl has already gone viral with over a million views. It's currently number one on iTunes comedy music. Everybody that was there. Montgomery Brawl. Threw the hat off at the start. I think it was like called the Riverboat Brawl or the Riverfront Brawl. Brawl. One of those. I don't know. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. But um, basically, it happened in Montgomery, Alabama. And basically what happened was there was a commercial riverboat that was trying to dock. And it's so crazy how one small thing just turned to one huge thing. All this boat was trying to do was dock. And um, some people had like a private boat in the area where this boat was trying to dock. And they weren't moving. And so the private dock wasn't moving. It was like just in that space. And the captain of the commercial riverboat, you know, was trying to use the intercom and was saying basically five or six times, hey, we need to load in this space. We got to get these people off this boat. Mm-hmm. And basically these guys who owned the, um, the boat that was in their space wasn't trying to move. And so the co-captain got off the riverboat and basically was trying to move their, you know, move the boat you know for these for these guys the owners of this boat met him with again cussing flipping him off and then come to later find out they were drunk so that don't help at all <laughs> my man <laughs> right well. and so and just to be clear the captain of uh so the boat's called the harriet and uh the article from one of the news outlets, WSFA, just says the captain had been trying to use his PA and communicate with the folks whose uh, boat was um, 
in the wrong spot for 45 minutes. Which is crazy and, in itself. Yeah, and it's like 45 minutes, y'all don't hear this man yelling, and you're looking at him because you're flicking him off. Exactly. So, so the result of it was the chief said that 13 people were detained, um, questioned, and then released but they're going to uh, be going forward with further arrest warrants and um, investigations. So, as of right now, the story is still unfolding, but <clears throat> three people were definitely charged. If if you've seen the video, you can go to our social media pages, um, look it up on YouTube. Our community, the black community, stepped up. We stepped up. <laughs> and one definitely. article said that, like, that brawl... It appeared to be split along racial lines. In my eyes, that don't appear. No, that was split along racial lines. Like it was literally black people fighting white people. Because again, the guys who owned that boat, they were white guys. And here we have a black co-captain trying to do his job. That's all he was trying to do was his job. Mm. And you know, one article um, from the same source said that. Um, drunkenness and adrenaline fueled the thing. I personally think some racial motivation was in there too. Um, some racial prejudice was in there too. Because would you have done this if this was a white captain? You see what I'm saying? Like, would you would would you have had the same response if that was the case? Um, and then they said the fight escalated even further when we showed up. So that's where you know, like you said, the mayor you know came in and was. Um, sharing that, you know, at least 13 people has arrest warrants because we wasn't standing for that. You going to fight one of us? No, ganged up on him. Because one person ran up ran up and need him. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to give it to my co-captain because about to need he me. took that hat off. It was going to love to need me. I'm that, sorry. That's what I'm saying, like... I have to give it to the co-captain because he took that hat off and he was like, he was about to stand his ground. Like, he stood his own until he had backup. Like, I don't know if y'all saw that part basically at, before he was need and when these guys was trying to go, you know, oh, yeah, towards him. To de-escalate the situation. Oh, yeah. Like, he was about to take them all. And my thing is, what would you have done? I know when I was watching it, I would have probably played the role of walking away, which he did do, like, at the end. Like, he was fighting, and then he had help come to, like, kind of, you know, get get them off of him, and then he started to walk away. But the part where I kind of would have went left is when one of the ladies who was with the guys who were drunk, with the white guys who were drunk, she was kicking him. And then when he was trying to walk away, she actually, like, got in his way to keep him from walking away. That right there, I don't know if I would have... That's enough. That's enough. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to keep my same composure because they would have had to arrest me too. Because it's like, lady, I'm trying to get out of here and you in my way. Well, from the start, soon as I respect the guy who... Um, I respect the security guy or the security detail who was trying to make sure the spot was clear because... 
one, he's only doing his job. So if you're doing your job, then I'm not going to say any means necessary, but any means necessary. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he got kicked, um, personally, I would have started shoving people in the water. <laughs> like, being being very serious. Because... The water, though? It's harmless. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, you don't know what type of day the guy had. No one stopped to really see if he was okay until the crowd above the dock. All of those people came down to help him. So it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, uh, not mistaking my meekness for weakness, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to move forward and do my job. Just let me do my job. Move your boat. If you will listen to the captain on his PA system for the past hour, then somewhere in there, you would have had the respect enough to move your boat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or at least communicate why you haven't. But here it is again, too. I don't... Because then you know that saying, it says, drunken man tells no tale or a drunken man tells no lies. Mm-hmm. Like, basically what that means is like, if I'm drunk enough, whatever's on the inside of me, whatever's like truly on the inside of me is going to come out. Mm-hmm. So basically the news is trying to belittle this down to, oh, these guys were drunk. No, that was in them the whole time. It was just a matter of, you know, the alcohol kind of oiling them up a little bit and loosening them up. But I personally believe that was in them the whole time. I think that from the root, they have racial prejudice. That's just me personally. Um, I could definitely see how that could be a thought process. Uh, but like me, if I was in a situation, like even going back to just a security guard, I probably would just do everything in my power. Me being me. Now, I could just be saying this trying to be politically correct. But me being me, I would probably try to do everything in my power to just, like you said, just walk away. If I can defuse the situation, because what if... Because, first of all, I do realize that it is being recorded, so that could that could have negative fallout, even though I'm technically not doing anything. But let's just say it wasn't recorded. Then it was they word against his. Yep. Now he could possibly be without a job. For just really trying to defend himself. But look, either way, he could possibly be without a job because his job is to make sure that station is clear. But at the same time, you get into altercation. So it's, so he was kind of putting a lose-lose. So he was really yeah. just dealt the bad hand. You know? Yeah. But when our, our community stepped up... And took the punches for him, or threw the punches for him. Um, sad enough to say that that had to happen, but if, again, the folks who own the boat, this white supremacy type mentality, um, if they move the boat, none of that would have happened yep. in the first place. Matter of fact, if they never parked their boat where it wasn't supposed to be, None of that would have happened. You got to imagine that riverboat probably parks there every day. It's not like that's just a brand new space for the riverboat. If you think about where we are with the Detroit Princess, the Detroit Princess has the same dock 
every day. Every day. My Lord. So <laughs> these guys, it's not like these guys didn't know that that boat was there unless these guys are from out of town. They don't live in Montgomery, Alabama. But I have to believe that they do because that was their boat. And so it's like that kind of goes to what you were saying with maybe not even white supremacy, but even white privilege and privilege. Oh, I could just park my boat here for for a little bit. Who gonna say something? Who gonna to say me? something to me? My you know what I'm brother. saying? It's so it that is a whole nother line of like a whole nother theme that's brought out in this circumstance of entitlement. Entitlement. <laughs> that's it right there. Don't start on entitlement. <laughs> like, especially if the captain is talking to y'all for 45 minutes and you f- feel like you don't have to move your boat, why? It can't be anything but entitlement and privilege. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, it's rules in place for a reason. And if we all would just follow the rules, as 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 corny or lame as it may sound, rules are in place for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they would have just followed the rules and did what they were supposed to do, now this whole altercation, people getting charges, people getting cases, none of that would have happened. But it was a very positive thing that I took from it. Uh, there's a uh, there's a very common saying, and that is, you can't get unity without community, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And something that I just felt like when the black man, the security guard, was down, and he was just getting jumped, and the odds were just stacked against him. We had a brother that cared so much that he actually swam across. <laughs> <laughs> That no, he, he swam across right. to join him. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure that that just wasn't his family members. That was probably just people in the community that just was there for him. So I felt like that was a. Although this was a negative situation, we can still find something fruitful from it, and that is just sticking together. Those guys who parked there were told not to leave it there, and they left it there. Sidestepping. So, in the video, and we'll we'll put it up so you guys can see it. There's a lady who uh, Donald was talking about who kicked him when he was down, and then tried to block him when he was trying to leave. So, the same news outlet in Montgomery said that her name is Mary Todd. Uh, she's like, 21. Like Mary Todd Link. You're stupid. I'm <laughs> But uh, she's 21, and she's the fourth subject, fourth suspect charged, but she turned herself in. Mm. Um, so she was charged with misdemeanor third-degree assault. My lamb. Um, Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> what, the charge? Yeah. Misdemeanor of third-degree assault. And for those wondering what third degree assault is, um, according to two of our sources in law, um, one Wolf Law LLC and one of our friends who is a practitioner in law, just says it is a class one misdemeanor that is tied in with the county court with a district attorney prosecutor and is punishable by up to two years in a county jail. So, I mean, good for her turning herself in, 
But maybe she felt bad because of what she did or she actually saw that her actions were on the screen. That you. Yeah. It literally could be either one of them, that she saw her actions on screen and that might have been a good PR stunt for her. Mm-hmm. I hope that wasn't the case, that she just did it for a PR stunt, a good publicity stunt. Oh, these people see me like this, so let me turn myself in because that'll look better. I hope that wasn't yeah. the case. I hope she really had a change of heart because in the video, she didn't seem like she she gave any craps about any what she was doing. So, ma'am, when did you get home and have a come to Jesus moment? Now you want to turn yourself in. But I will, wow. you know, <laughs> extend grace, you know, and be like, okay, maybe, you know, she had a moment with herself and her coffee in her chair and was like, man, I shouldn't have kicked him. But man, it, I shouldn't have gotten this way. It very well could have been a political That's movie. what I'm saying, because <laughs> she looked very set in her ways. But again, you know. I'm just saying, I'm, she looked like she was 40, so for her to be 21, <laughs> black and crack. <laughs> they keep them moving. And white age like milk. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is and you made a good point. <laughs> you said that, um... <laughs> you said that, um... You know, unity brings out community. So my question is, what does this mean now for our culture? Mm. Like, because I don't know. I don't know if MLK would have stood for this. But I feel like it put us in a great trajectory to let people know that we ain't going to stand for nothing. I know Rosa. She sad enough. Okay. This was more of a (coughs) Farrakhan move. Yeah, no. Yeah, more of a Farrakhan, Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X. I was just thinking that. Because, oh, what? Okay, so to further that, what does that mean for the culture? I would also ask, what is our threshold or what is our limit to say how much we tolerate? That's good. Because at what point, and yes, we're supposed to turn the other cheek, and I get that. But at what point do people understand or do we portray okay we're not going to take disrespect like that I'm not going to do anything at you but I'm not going to allow you to continue to disrespect defame me or throw me under the bush kick me when I'm down literally without defending my humanity because that's really what we did we defended the fact that we are human and we have rights just like everybody else. You cannot just, like you said, defame us and abuse us. We're not standing for that anymore. Because to do that lessens our identity as a human. Mm-hmm. And we're not standing for that. That's that's what I got from the video. It's like, you, we're going to show up. This guy, you guys are ganging on him for what? Like, that's not how you treat a human being. Mm-hmm. You know what else? Not not to cut you off, you good? but you see, he's the only one that actually had a position. My lamb. <laughs> so, not saying that he was overusing his position, but he was doing his job. Mm-hmm. But because there's a culture or a mindset to say we're so used to you being below us, and I and look, this is just me. Um, assuming, but if the mindset is you've been below me for so long and now you're telling me what to do, 
How dare you? Oh, now you done stuck. Yep, yep, <laughs> my, yeah. My man. Oh, no, I was about to say, yeah, uh, what they demonstrated was like a physical enactment of Black Lives Matter. You know, we see yep. our we see our brother struggling. We see somebody, the the. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna necessarily just call them the opposition, but we see, uh, people who have oppressed us and just going back to just how we think. You know, the whole black versus white thing, how they were able to just say, y'all not gonna just do my person in that way. Y'all mm. not gonna whether they knew him or not. As I mentioned earlier, they just really stood up for him, and I felt like although our ancestors might be a little upset as to the actual violence of it and actual, hey, you could have got in trouble. I feel like how we stood together was spoke volumes of our character and how we are moving forward. I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, that's going to be huge for us going forward because it was publicized enough and it was mainstream enough to where everybody's going to remember that even those who are not black yeah so a white man or anybody who tries to oppress us has to have that in their mind before they even think oh what if this might happen or that backup might be on the way if i try to do some stuff you know what i'm saying like yeah, this, not this, by themselves yeah no this and and it, and i like the way that the mayor is handling it he's handling it with grace he's handling it with um, he's being professional about it and but he's also not allowing because a lot of times they allow like for instance and I, I, I believe in times past the guys who owned that boat the white men would have got away with it oh, yeah. with a slap on the wrist you know but they're actually being charged because they did do something wrong even though we showed up and we whooped their tail mama <laughs> We did what needed to be done. Yeah. They're still, like, and we're probably going to get charged, too, but they're not just getting a slap on the wrist. They're actually going to be charged. They're going to have to face the consequences of their actions. They're going to have to face the penalty um, for not following the law. They didn't follow the law. That was a man of, that was a law enforcer, period. And they, yeah. And so I think that for our culture, this was this was huge. So what do you think the mayor's thought was? Because the mayor's black, uh, Stephen Reed. And um, the thing that he has to say on the political side is he can't be biased, right? So he said, warrants have been signed and justice will be served. This was an unfortunate incident, which never should have occurred. Um, as the police department investigate these intolerable actions we should not become desensitized to violence of any kind in our community those who choose violence will be held accountable by our justice system how does that make you think i think for him he has to really he has to really follow our constitution to to the bone when it says that all men are created equal um and all men should be treated fairly um, if you want to get into the <laughs> well, the real of that, and I and I know, just from my understanding, when that was written, that statement was not including us. But since then, we have so much more revelation, and we have much more understanding to know that that's how we interpret that now, 
And as a mayor, that's how he has to move in this situation, in my opinion. And that's what I love about it. He's dealing with everybody who acted in violence, not just us. And again, he's allowing everybody to be accountable for their actions. So I personally believe that the way that he's handling the situation is way better than anybody else that I've seen in political positions to handle a situation like this. Because again, in times past, they would be let off with a slap on the wrist. Think about, um, you know, all the police brutality cases um, where those police officers were let off mm. for violent acts against us. Yeah. Whereas in this moment, it just doesn't seem like that's happening. So I think that personally, you know, he's on it. And he's setting, he's setting a standard. He's setting a precedent for future politicians and for future, you know, people in law enforcement to come. This is the standard. This is how you do it. Everybody should be brought to justice, period. I still say that everyone who helped that man. <laughs> but <laughs> You wanted to get a mayor uh, medal of freedom. No, I, th- I think he did a good job. I think he, all things considered, but that's not his department either. You know, that's the Justice Department, True. the Police Department. I just feel like it's just touch a, a t- it's such a tough place for a black man to be in politics. Cause obviously, sometimes you want to go with your heart. Sometimes you want to go with what you think should be done. But like you you brought up, you definitely have to stick to the Constitution. And by you being in politics, I just really feel like it's just, it's tough. Because first of all, a lot of the founding documents wasn't just made when we was free or they really didn't have us in mind. So that, that already just makes it to where we starting off and the odds are stacked against us. But you got to just do your best to just be able to stand up for everybody. I feel like that it was a great thing that it did happen there by that being one of the more even still now one of the more racial cities that, that for that to happen and that unity to be shown even there but I feel like how it was broadcasted for the whole world to see and that's just another thing another positive fact about social media you know because I've seen a lot of people whether it be mm. jokes or not a lot of people yeah. have been oh I'm so happy supporting mm-hmm. it and just giving people something to be happy about right. when it comes to the black uh, family, the black community, rather than it being something sad like shootings or something like that. So, oh, and I wish y'all was here with me for this one. So I was at the movies, and we were watching a movie, and um, there was a white couple in front of us, and there were people behind us who were talking mm-hmm. during throughout the whole movie, and. We were all were kind of, I don't know if the people behind us were black or white or Hispanic or, you know, what their racial identity was. But they were talking all the time. So everybody in the movie theater was kind of annoyed. And when the movie was over, it was one of those movies where it has in-credit scenes. Mm -hmm. So we're walking out of movie theater and on on the ramp in the hallway to get into the movie theater, um, we notice that there's still in-credit scenes. So we stay and watch. And the white couple that was sitting in front of us also stayed, and they were watching. But here we are on the ramp. So the rules that apply in the theater don't apply, in my eyes, on the ramp. So if I want to talk on the (laughs) ramp, I'm going to talk on the ramp. (laughs) And so I started talking. I'm like, oh, I can't believe they didn't show this in the the movie. 
And this lady, who obviously assumes that I must have been the one talking the whole movie, turns around and says to me, will you shut up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying, because I got my nieces and nephews with me. I got her boyfriend with me. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to set such a good example in front of these people. And, but I'm hot. Because I'm like, I done worked a full week. I done taught, I'm a teacher, so I done taught kids. Mm-hmm. I done taught y'all's kids all week. And this is how I met. You gonna tell me, grown with bills, to shut up? Man, I'm gonna turn. <laughs> no, you <yeah. laughs> So, I, I kind of try to calm down, but I'm still hot because I'm just mad. Like, I'm mad. I don't know where this anger came from, but it was. I was just so angry. So I see her as we're walking. I said, ma'am, did you tell me to shut up? She was like, no, no. I said, be quiet. I said, no, you you actually told me to shut up. And she kept trying to deny that she told me to shut up. And so y'all know this about me. I hate being lied to. Like, that's like triggering for me. So not only are you going to be disrespectful, now you're lying to me like I'm stupid. Like I didn't hear what I heard. And so I started to get I started to get loud and they had to like pull me away from her and her husband because it was I just got so angry. So again, that guy in the video with the river riverboat brawl, mm-hmm. I commend him for walking away and keeping his composure because she was so set in her rightness that she was never gonna apologize. She was gonna lie. She was going to deny it. She was never going... I was never going to get the justice that I wanted in that moment. Unless it became a scene. Mm. Unless I socked her in the face. Or unless... Like, that's where she wanted me to go to. And as... Which is sad. Because there are still people like that to where they will never see the value of other races, other humans, unless they're put in their shoes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she really saw the wrong doings of what she did. Um, so that that's my little t- uh, tidbit on that. Cause like, and there's so many other moments where I've, I've been in places where I've had to adjust my behavior, knowing that they were wrong, mm-hmm. but they were never going to own that. You know what I'm saying? And that's sad that we still have to do that in America. Not saying that we're afraid of like being lynched or we're afraid of, you know, white supremacists coming after or anything like that but we have to deal with our anger as a people to not respond in certain situations because they will act so terribly mm-hmm. but be so right about it yeah and we can't <clears throat> i can't respond the way you deserve to be responded to because i might go to jail or i might you know what i'm saying like i might not you know get the um justice that I want in that moment and I'll be I'll get the slap on the wrist or what have you so I guess again this moment is huge for me because everybody's getting dealt with everybody's getting dealt with whether it was the white people who jumped the uh, captain the black folks who came to fight like everybody's getting dealt with we all gonna be brought like and that's what I want to see more often let's all level the playing field for everybody no big eyes and little U's um yeah, so 
that's mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was deep. <laughs> no big eyes and little use. Man, that's what this country is. We all breathe the same air. We all breathe the same, same air. We live on the same floating rock. Come on there. now. But here, here's what I, here's what I think. And for the people listening, because there are a few people in the world that hear this type of talk and run with it thinking that we're being belligerent or being prejudiced or anything. I love all people. My brothers love all people. Yep. This is just an event that's happened that's starting a... That's just starting a talk of um, cultural venting session, if you will. During the pandemic, we had to deal with George Floyd. We had to deal with so many others. And this isn't even police brutality. Right. <laughs> this is a guy who might have been dealing with some family stuff at, at home, who might have just got hired on the job, yep. really. Or he might have been working for that job for 10 years. You, you don't know. But for people, I don't care how high you are, how drunk you are, how out of place you are. As a person, you should never want to disrespect somebody. Yeah. Especially when they're trying to tell you you're wrong. It's, it's like, and I've been trying to think of something I've, I went through, but... It's, it's, so, it's so much. <laughs> but here you come, and you're you're thinking about yourself. Selfish. Selfish. Entitled. It's the whisper for me. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's kind of like, and oh my goodness, we'd be in so much trouble if folks could see our inner thoughts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think about it, and... And it goes from from voting to just concession stands to church. Yep. Just the average day in the park. What makes you think that you're so entitled that you are above me? So how could you go about your way and denote somebody mm -hmm. or denote a family? His family was probably looking at this like... And no one's talking about his family. Right. But his family's probably looking at this video and all the comments about it and just like, oh, if we were there. Right. Or who knows? That family's never going to be the same. Not just him, but like he's going to have that reputation where he goes. I pray that he gets money from this. Okay. Not, not just from trials or going to court or anything, but because of the love of the community, that's actually stepping up to show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's huge. And like you said, the way we showed up in the moment was great. But like you said, going forward, that family needs support mm -hmm. because now they have a reputation following them. The family, him, um, everybody who was involved needs community around them because they have to deal with the fallout of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it goes to show, like, be careful of your actions because, one, you don't know who's watching or recording, but you don't know who's about to step up and protect the person you're going off of. Yeah. That's very true. 
That's they very, came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. <laughs> they came out of nowhere. I always said this. I always said you never know. This is another reason why you got to treat people with respect, care, and love, and just treat them as a human because you never know what someone's breaking point looks like. So, tell your story. What you mean? The um, the kid at the fast food restaurant. <sighs> oh. Okay, so perfect example of community stepping up. Wow, this was around the same time. Probably happened on the same day. Because that was what? That was a couple weeks ago. Um, But basically what happened was um, I was at a Popeye's in the city. And there was a teenage kid working the counter. And he was doing a good job. They were swamped. And um, one of the ladies who was in the drive-thru came in, and she was cussing. Mind you, kid is black. He's got to be like 15 or 16. Lady's got to be 45, 50. And she's coming in cussing, screaming, hollering. And all of us who's been standing in line for a while, we're like, what is going on? And she's like, I've been waiting for my food. And this mother, and he, she's just going off. And y'all give me the wrong food. And so... The kid was very respectful. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm going to get your food right. He takes her food. And then he gets the right food. And because everything's so swamped, he slides her her food and continues what he's doing, continues with his job. I guess that just sets her off. (laughs) I can't believe you just slid my food at me. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. I don't know why y'all hiring these kids today. I said, ma'am. And she's like, she's going off. But that goes to show she was probably at her breaking point. Like, that was a straw that broke her camel's back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her camel was probably on his last hump. And, you know, that was... But well, anyway, what happened was the kid was yelled at by this lady, called out of his name, called... Um, oh, my God. It was terrible. I, I don't even want to repeat what she said, but... We can bleep it. <laughs> Basically, she caught him a mother, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> called him, called him retarded, like, like all types of just that word. yeah, like just all types of names. And so, um, then she left. She left him in that. She left him in the embarrassment. In the in the embarrassment, and the um, she defamed him. She demoralized him. She left him in that. So I saw that. And so what I did was, after I got my food, I pulled him to the side. I said, hey, man, you handled this with so much grace. And I don't know what you have to go home to. But how you handle it, how you handled that moment was what makes great people great. In spite of everything that you was dealt with or dealt you responded correctly. And so I sold into him. I gave him some money. Um, I gave him some encouraging words. Good. And that's how the com- like, we have to do that as a community. As a community. That's like, that's what I saw in that riverboat brawl. I saw the community stepping up for the community. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now we have to take that beyond the brawl moment because he's going to need that security guard or that co-captain who was just, like you said, just doing his job, now he needs support from this moment because there's residue from this. Mm-hmm. Every time he goes on social media, he's on social media. You know what I'm saying? Every time he looks at the news, he's on the news. He didn't ask for that. 
He just wanted to do his job. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a community, you know, we can help him out. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we can help him out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't got his number, so I don't know. Maybe right. I could write him a letter or something, but, you know. But hopefully those people around him or in his neighborhood, That's good. in his vicinity, hopefully they have the means and the wherewithal. Come on, wherewithal. Yeah. Because he definitely will, as Donnie said, need help. Yeah. Maybe that's someone. A, that's a traumatic experience. It is a traumatic experience. <laughs> like, like, he going to wake up in the morning and be like, ah, I've been kneading the face. Like, he going to yeah. wake up, you know, he going to have some nightmares, you know. And he the, probably even even had some, like, physical ailments yeah. from that. He, the adrenaline probably covered it, but he he's, he's sore. He got drunk, jumped. Yeah. Rather. Jumped, drug, and kicked. Mans was big. He was older. So you know when older people, when older us, you know, when we do a little too much, we feel it the next day. I know my mom do if she... If she hustle a little too hard at the family reunion, she's like, child, my knees ain't what they used to be. I should have... Stretch. I should have stretched. I'm screaming. But, yeah. And I really do pray. I, I really do pray that his job understands his perspective. Yes. And gives him time to mentally recoup. Gives him some paid time off. Or at least allows him to come back. Yeah. Because that that type of thing is really what makes people go crazy okay i was jumped nobody helped me at first then when the people helped me y'all said that i was fighting now you're letting me go oh so you're letting him go no no. i was about to say i was (laughs) i'm going down to montgomery for this no if they let him go they that's what i'm saying i'm praying yeah no that's true because that'll be a whole other thing we'll show up at the riverboat office Oh, y'all letting people go now? That would be such a... (laughs) (laughs) Titanic Part 2. Oh, man. But, yeah. Be the one, huh? Be the one. Be the one. He was being the one. My God. He was. He was being the one. He was definitely being the one. And we were being the one, too. Be the one. Step up. Step up. Hold your composure. It starts with us. Yeah. We have to be the one to do that. Mm-hmm. If we want to see unity in our community, we have to do it. Um, when we see it, um, when we see discord, we have to be the one to bring everybody together, to bring us on one accord. Especially if we feel it, you know. In that On that day, in the Popeye's restaurant, I felt it heavy. No one else was going to do it. I had to be the one to do it. And I think we all have those moments where we know, you know, I need to be the one today. And I think um, that's what we saw. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Good topic. Good topic. Good, Good event. Topic. Um, shout out to the mayor. Shout out to the uh, captain of the boat for actually taking initiative to try to be verbal instead of too assertive at first, but definitely shout out to uh, the security guard. And I, I didn't get his name. Oh, and while we're shouting people out, shout out to my brother who grabbed the chair. 
My lane. And who swims. And who swims. <laughs> Y'all deserve shout out for sure. I would never see a folding chair the same. That chair got famous. Yeah, that look. Okay. That chair got a mm. whole Emmy. <laughs> yeah. Like the story's big enough that we, if if he put his name out, he could be doing like CNN interviews. Maybe write a book. <laughs> like, yeah, like book. he could make some. The money day there. I went to work at the a day in the life. A day he in could the really life. Make some money of off the dock worker. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all we got. That's that's a wrap. Well, you can uh, again. I'm Adonis Jameson, and you can follow me at. Ajam underscore go to work on Instagram, and I'm also on Facebook at Adonis Jameson. Uh, once again, this is Anthony Gavin Jr., and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at acg.1k. Once again, that's acg.1k, and then on Facebook, I'm Anthony Gavin. And then I'm Jay Reed. You can find me as Jay Reed. And on Instagram, jreed underscore seven. And this is Be The One. Bye. Peace. See you.